The name's Chase Faro, though some would call me Carlos. I'm your storyteller. If you're new to the Orbis Ethereum, no worries. Jump in right here. You can always catch up later if you like. This is Tales from the Orbis Ethereum, Season 2, Episode 25, Father of Zeus. I have waited a long, long time to meet you, Parker Grace, Charl Troon says, both gently and with a disconcerting omnipresence. With a simple gesture, the demon god telekinetically opens Guardian's cockpit, unhooks Parker Grace from the mech, and pulls her out. Parker fights with all her might against Charl Troon's telekinesis, to no avail. Without Guardian, Parker is reduced to her normal, drain-afflicted state. Weak. Useless. No, Parker chastises herself internally. You're not. A long time, eh? She questions. And what would some ancient, biblical meta-being want with little old me? What I desire of all my children, Parker Grace. Charl Troon responds. Greatness. My child, I have had time to ponder my feelings. More lifetimes than you could possibly imagine. When my children, my dire, dire children, transformed the universe into this orbis, ether is what sealed me away. I wanted revenge to lash out at my poor, poor children. But I see now what you did or rather, Parker Grace, your ancestors, they did out of desperation. Even if I had not forced their hand, they would have torn existence asunder. This Orbisitherum, I realize now, it is simply evolution. But it is imperfect, Parker Grace. You have done the research. You have expanded your mind and accepted the truth. Parker assesses the situation as Jarl Troon talks. The demon god's horde, the human-sized beasts with the hooves and the horns, and the giant four-armed women observe their master in reverence. This reality is a prison. You are engulfed, infused, Controlled down to the last detail. All by ether. Minion and god alike possess their telltale fiery aura, the local ether trying to purge the invaders from existence. That is not living, Parker Grace, to have some malevolent, omnipresent force gifting some and ignoring others. Maintaining some deluded idea of balance. Could that be Parker's opportunity? Somehow strengthen the ether such that it can obliterate Charles Troon and her forces? Tell me, Parker Grace, what would you do 
to be rid of the drain. The demon god snaps a finger, and suddenly Parker feels different. Stronger, healthier, better. Charles Troon releases her telekinetic grip, and Parker lands on her feet, feeling better than she has ever felt. That's not fair, Parker says. On the contrary, Parker Grace, it is utterly fair. Your tenacity and genius floundered due to illness, an illness you did not visit upon yourself. In fact, you deserve more. Tell me, Parker Grace, what gift can Jarl Troon bestow upon you? Ask, and it shall be done. Gift? You mean you'll make me an Ethermancer? I will, under the condition that you help me improve this flawed Orbis. And how many lives will your improvements cost? Progress is never easy, Parker Grace. Parker thinks. This is her opportunity right here. But, but it may cost Parker her life. An Ethermancer's life. A life free of the drain. It's a terrible dilemma, she thinks. And yet... Telepathy, Parker decides. Give me telepathy. Enough to reach across an entire world. Enough to contact a million minds at once. Charles Troon smiles at this. Hmm. A practical gift, Parker Grace. I would expect no less from you. Very well. The demon god snaps her finger... And Parker is gifted. The feeling. It's almost overwhelming. She feels it in her mind, her body. Ether like she has never felt. Power that she has never known. Parker merely thinks it. And at once, she is connected with every human mind aboard Orbis Edge Lighthouse. Everyone aboard the lighthouse, Parker thinks, her plea heard by all aboard the station. Listen well. Ethermancers, channel all of your ether towards the A&E sector, and everyone else do the same with whatever equipment you can find and that will allow it. Her message received. Parker then turns her newfound power on Jar El Troon. Disappointing, Parker Grace. The demon god laments, unworried. Do you truly believe I would grant you a gift you could so easily turn... So easily turn on... Stop it! Stop it right now! Parker probes deeper, reaching into Jarl Troon's ancient, but very human mind. There, Parker sees Jarl Troon's human life. Her despair at humanity's warlike ways. Her sudden onset madness. Suddenly, Parker's power ripples, warps, 
running into some psychic obstacle in Jar Altrun's mind. There's something else here, Parker thinks. No, no, not something. Someone. There's someone inside Jar Altrun. The presence within Jar Altrun is far more ancient than the demon god, and definitely not human. Parker suddenly finds herself expelled from the mindscape, her consciousness sent back to her own body. What did you do? Jarl Trun accuses, her voice soon turning into a deafening roar. What did you do? The demon god holds out a hand, conjuring an invisible, forceful shockwave, one that sends Parker flying back. Parker struggles to get up and feels normal again. No more ethermancy. No more freedom from the drain. But that doesn't matter. Parker races to Guardian, boards, and hooks herself up. I can see it, everyone, Parker says, looking at her instrument panel. I can see your ether. Keep it up. From everywhere on Orbis Edge Lighthouse, Ethermancers and machinery channel ether towards the general direction of the arts and entertainment sector, where Jarl Trun, her minions, and Guardian are. The effects are twofold. Guardian's stores rapidly replenish, and the demon's fiery aura intensifies, ether now actually purging them at an astonishing rate. Demonic invader after demonic invader sublimate, ether erasing them from existence. And Jarl Trunzora intensifies as well, as the demon god holds her head, waging a mental war with whatever it was, whoever it was, that Parker sensed. The intensified ether is not enough to outright destroy Jarl Trun, but Parker figures she can handle the rest prepping Guardian for battle. The demon god's former eloquence gives way to a bestial, barbaric rage. I will kill you, Parker Grace! That's it for this episode. You know, I know you enjoyed what you just heard. I want your feedback. It sustains me. I don't know for your feedback. I would not need food at all. I would just live off that feedback. I would eat it like food. I want to hear from you, whether you're new to the podcast or a regular. My site is orbisetherum.com. That's O-R-B-I-S-A-E-T-H-E-R-U-M dot com. On social media, I'm at orbisetherum on Twitter and orbisetherum on Google+, Facebook, and Tumblr. This podcast is also on both YouTube and Vimeo. Check the podcast description for links. While I always love hearing from my listeners... I especially love positive reviews, and leaving one wherever you found the podcast helps me out immensely. I'm on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play Music, TuneIn Radio, and Pocket Casts. Just search for Tales from the Orbis Ethereum. Uh, this is the penultimate chapter of Season 2, the penultimate episode. And after the final episode, which will be out next week, I'm going to take a hiatus. It's going to be... Either one month or several months. I haven't quite decided yet, because I have a whole bunch of stuff to do, including novelizations of this, plans to monetize that, although nowhere is the audio podcast will be and will always remain free, 
and plan season three. Uh, please stay tuned because there's a lot of exciting stuff happening. And hey, if you like what you heard and you have some uh, disposable income in your pockets, your proverbial pockets, I realize that you know not everyone keeps money in pockets these days, uh, go to patreon.com slash chasefaro, C-H-A-S-E-F-A-R-O, and maybe drop me, drop me a tip. Uh, the, the Patreon is really just a tip jar right now, but I'm going to expand it with with backer incentives, with uh, reward tiers, and those reward tiers will include stuff for the Orbis Ethereum podcast, but also for some other stuff I'm working on, including the Carlos and Dave Anime Rave, the best damn anime review show on the internet, which you can find at AnimeRave.xyz. Uh, so if you are interested and you have some money to contribute, by all means, go to patreon.com slash chasefaro. Your contribution will help keep everything going and help with new equipment and help me eat, which is definitely a nice thing for anyone to do for anyone, I think. Even if you can't contribute, though, just just spread the word. Let people know about Tales from the Orbis of Therum. Let people know about Carl's Nave Anime Rave, the best anime review show on the internet. Let people know about me. That will be good enough. As always, thank you so much for listening. Until we meet again.